0: pickaxe.
1: Howdy, everybody. Welcome to ARC 4, episode one of the Dungeons & Randomness podcast. Now, we've been around for a long time, and we've released hundreds of episodes, but we know that most of you don't have time to go back and listen to all that. So if you just want to jump into ARC 4, you are completely welcome to, and you don't need to listen to one minute of our previous episodes. We're dealing with new characters, new locations, new groups, And a ton of brand new NPCs. We really hope you guys enjoy this episode. And if you do, spread the word, let everybody know what you're listening to, and retweet the episode. Whatever social media you use, just let people know you're listening. In each episode, we're going to take a quick ad break after our intro, and then one at the very end of the episode before letting you listen to 10 minutes of a random Patreon selection. This time, We're going to let you listen to 10 minutes of a Curse of Strahd episode. We're going through the entire campaign, but we kind of implemented our own little hooks. So uh, we're going to let you listen to 10 minutes of character creation for that. And if you enjoy it and want to hear the whole thing, then visit our Patreon and help the show grow at patreon.com slash d-a-n-d-r. That's not talking out of me, though. I'll get out of your way, let you listen, and again, we really hope you enjoy that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves. I'm Jason. I'm the Dungeon Master, and welcome to Arc 4, everyone. And welcome to Group Overseer. Let's do that thing where we go around the table and introduce ourselves, starting with Valerie.
2: Hello, everybody. I'm Valerie. Um, Two fun facts about me. What should I say? First fun fact, I like chemistry. Second fun fact, <laughs> I struggle with depression.
0: Wow! Oh my god! <laughs> Damn! That's, that's how you start. To know that's about fun. me. That is an arc four.
1: That that Beginning. wow! That is come aboard. That's how we're starting. Uh, 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 Jasper, what do you struggle with?
0: <laughs> oh my god! I uh, mean, similarly, um, I uh, <laughs> I'm is it, is that the introduction for me? I'm Jasper. Uh, <laughs> I. I struggle with all of those things, and for me, because of this pandemic, time is no longer linear. It's all mixed up together. I don't know how long I've been in this apartment. I have no <laughs> I have no idea how old I am. I don't know what my job is anymore, and it's nice to see all of you.
3: Uh-huh. Uh, and Xavier. Hi, I'm Xavier, and I will be representing Canada for this arc. Mm.
1: <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility. I know. Wait, does that mean we have to represent... The US because no. that's well not-
3: somebody's got to. Oh okay. that was my fun fact. Shit. Okay.
1: What's your other fun fact? You gotta have two. Oh, uh I I, I love cartoons. Oh, okay. That's good. That's good. <laughs> um and last and certainly not least, Jameson.
4: Hey, I'm Jameson. Um, and I am left-handed. Really? <laughs> the most tepid fun fact in the world.
3: Me too. Uh,
4: and I have a black belt in kung fu. What? No. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You wouldn't explains, know it because It was a long time ago, and I'm very out of shape. But yes,
3: <laughs> you that still have to know handle.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's an action. That's literal. I didn't know that. Yeah.
4: Wow.
3: A lifetime ago.
1: Man, we are learning all kinds of new things. I didn't do two fun facts, but um. Uh, do you have two fun facts? I don't think I have two fun facts. <laughs> I barely have half a fun fact. Um. Just facts. Yeah, I'm right-handed, which is rare.
2: Uh and <laughs> um I It is in this group if 3 of us are left-handed. That's insane.
1: Sure. Yeah.
4: That's crazy.
2: Yeah.
1: Wow. Anyway, guys, let's go to Atheus. Let's 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 leave the mainland behind. And <clears throat> that's relevant because the first character we're going to catch up with is Linda. Linda has been on a series of progressively smaller ships starting in Fairbay. And for 10 days, for a week and a half, um, she has had to catch transfers, <clears throat> starting in Rookwood, which is one of the major cities on Atheist. There are three, Emberhold, Rookwood, and Newberry. But starting there, progressively smaller ships from island to island until getting to Newberry and then having to take a slow wagon. Uh, for two days, all the way out to a mining colony. Now, the reason this is taking place is because Linda got a letter some time ago and um, had to get her affairs in order in Winterhaven. But um, Val, tell me what the letter said, essentially.
2: So, the letter uh, ended up actually going to... was was originally addressed to my father, um, saying that my great-step-uncle Larry, may he rest in peace, um, had sadly passed away. And his business on atheists uh, needed someone else to, to take it over. So, my father decided to ask me to take over the business because of course I am very good at doing the business <laughs> and uh, I, I was the perfect choice. so I also volunteered myself because I really wanted to and, and then I've been going on this journey and as as I've gone on the journey, I've uh, like I started off with a really big smile on my face. And as it's taken longer and longer to get there, my smile has slowly faded a little bit. I'm still excited. I'm just very tired of all of the traveling. Well, I
1: mean, you think about it. It's So you you leave Winterhaven and then have to travel all the way to Fairbay, which is two weeks of travel by itself. Then slow boats from Fairbay to, you know, that's a lot of travel. That's damn near a month of travel all said and done so i think anybody would be tired but the twin oaks mining company is in need of some assistance because uh larry wright who was the founder and uh, proprietor uh, sadly passed away as you said and i guess you were the best the, the, the best candidate, but if you could tell everybody out there how much mining experience Linda has on a scale of 1 to 10.
2: Oh, wow. On a scale of 1 to 10, mining experience, I would put Linda at a negative 7.
1: Okay. Okay. So, there's a learning curve. Maybe a little bit of on-the-job training is necessary. <laughs> for...
2: Maybe maybe just a little bit, yeah. <clears throat> um. How...
1: Rustic, would you say Linda is? Paint a picture. So, like, you come from Winterhaven, which is a major city, obviously, and mm-hmm. you're you're on the road all this time. And Atheus is a little uh, a little rougher around the edges than the mainland. And you're you're on wagons, you're on ships, then another wagon. So, how out of her element would you say Linda is during all this?
2: Very. Okay. <laughs> um, she like. She grew up pretty wealthy. Like her family has always had money, so she she's definitely never done anything like this before. Uh, especially like the you know this like wagon and things. She's used to carriages, so it's it's all a very a big a very big difference for her.
1: Could you paint a picture of what? How Linda dresses. What What's she look like?
2: Oh. 80s businesswoman. Shoulder pads? Absolutely. Huh, incredi- Pencil skirt with a matching uh a, a bla- blazer. And she <laughs> is just ready to do some business.
3: <laughs> and
2: hey, then it, it's that thing where, you know, like, she has too many suitcases.
1: That's what and I was going to ask. Like, how much luggage? They're all just
2: filled with rocks.
1: <laughs> Wait, really?
2: No, would that be really funny? Oh,
1: I didn't know if it's like, well, I, I minor in geology, so this made, like, I didn't know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she has too many suitcases just because, like, she doesn't know what she needs to pack. So she'll pack everything, and she has a lot. And they're like fancy suitcases, which I've never understood me as Valerie. <clears throat> like they're suitcases. They're going to be rough and tumble around. Why are you buying like $2000 suitcases? They're to hold stuff anyway. She's that type of person though.
1: So two more questions. Mhm. And then I'll stop grilling you, but so I picture I picture Linda, you know, um very prim and proper, sitting here in this wagon, being bounced around with the twenty suitcases in the back. So, probably not sharing. Like this is remote at this point. Like you're 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 probably sharing a ship with other people, and you you know you didn't charter a private you know plane to this this establishment. But you're definitely as things get whittled down and whittled down, you're the only one heading out to this mining company in the middle of bumfuck nowhere on Athias, right? So, <clears throat> what? Are you trying to make a first impression when you roll in, or are you just so exhausted at this point that you don't care?
2: Um, I, I think well, I think if 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 they're finally pulling up to the to the mind that you know she's gonna have a, a renewed energy because now the traveling is over and she's finally here and she can finally get started and and, and start, you know working and everything like that. So she's, she's, I mean, she's exhausted, but she's excited.
1: Okay. Um, And one more question. Did Linda have a timetable? Like, does she anticipate staying here a few months, a year, a
2: few years? That's a great question. I assume that she, that at least her first time out here would be at least a couple of months. Okay, um, that makes sense. sort of just check in on everything see how it's going see what what needs to be done what she can do to to help so i th- I think her first the first trip out here it was definitely relatively long term
1: so as you pull up uh this would be the first bit of civilization you've probably seen in days honestly um from Newberry out here it's like a two day trek and you're on the edge of the woods <clears throat> and you're gonna see probably uh, a couple of smokestacks uh, like uh, spewing forth uh, soot into the sky and you're gonna see some buildings um, pretty pretty makeshift houses. Uh, it's basically just to keep the elements off of people's heads uh, but you'll hear tons of noise yelling back and forth. There's a lot of activity it's bustle it, there's probably a you know some excitement like that first day jitters type of thing for Linda. And as this, um, as this wagon driver pulls up and just gets ready to drop you off, it's like, all right, final destination. Here you go, ma'am.
2: Oh, thank you so much for all of your help. I know this mustn't have been easy for you. This this big long journey. Um, I really appreciate it though. And she's gonna um take some uh like a piece of gold or two. Uh, And give it to him as a tip.
1: Oh, oh, a tipper. Oh, that's good. See, that's how you make friends. That's how, if, you know, so he's probably going to give you, like, his version of a business card. It's like, oh, if you ever need my services, I'll be in Newberry. You send for me, I'll be out here in two days maximum.
2: Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it.
1: And he's got these two old horses, like, old horses. And he's going to, he's going to, kind of like pull them over to the side and let them I was going to say refuel. You don't refuel horses. They drink. Uh, (laughs) uh, His horses are going to kind of pull way over to the side and and give you uh, some 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 room and there's going to be this portly dwarf and he's going to be wearing this he's going to be wearing layers but this long duster jacket is filthy. Um, You can tell he probably spends a lot of time in the mines. Uh, Big red beard, and his belly kind of protrudes from from his tunic a little bit. Like, he's got one of those hangy beer tummies. And he's gonna call out, uh, Miss Wright, is that you?
2: Yes, hello, that is me, Linda Wright. Nice to meet you. And she'll hold out her hand.
1: And uh, he, he's he's gonna hold out a, a fairly filthy hand. Honestly, it's covered in mud and dirt. Leo MacIntosh, uh, Leo Mac, to my friends. How you doing?
2: I'm doing great. Pretty exhausted. It was a long journey, but I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to get started. Uh,
1: who else did did you bring?
2: She's gonna uh, kind of like look at him. And then her eyes are gonna like move around a little bit. What do you mean?
1: And he's gonna point to the pile of suitcases that are sitting there. You got got a lot of stuff. Is this all yours? Is it you. This is this is just you.
2: Oh yes, yes. That's that. Those are all of my things. Uh, don't worry about it. I I have someone that'll help me with that. Um, but. I'm, I'm, it's just me. I know. A lot of luggage. Sorry, I'm that kind of girl. <laughs> but it's, it's okay. It's
1: <laughs> <He's> <laughs> this is definitely two worlds colliding in that I don't think Leo owns more than three shirts. So, <clears throat> to him, it's like, what the fuck is in all these suitcases? What do you, is this clothing? Is this, like, belongings? What do you have? But... He's going to essentially just kind of wave you on. It's like, ah, yeah, okay, uh, fine. Let me let me give you a tour of the place. Come on, uh, they'll they'll let you meet the gang here.
2: Perfect. Gonna, that sounds he, wonderful.
1: He's going to start leading you back to this place. Um, and there's definitely like uh like an office uh like an office building kind of think um think uh, a foreman's trailer type of thing. Um, but it's the nicest looking building of the bunch. <clears throat> and, uh, on his way there, he's going to, uh, he's going to kind of brief you on things. Uh, how much do you know about the, the operations? Did you, I, I don't know what was in the letter, but, uh, we were told to expect you. How much do you know? W- what do you need to be told?
2: Well, I know that this is a mining company.
1: Holy shit. I mean, uh, yeah, no, um... Good.
2: And she she's just gonna stare at him, okay. smiling, but <laughs> staring at him.
1: Okay. Um. Anyway, the office is this way. He's kind of looking to dump you off on somebody now. Like he's 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 he's, he's like, oh shit, this, <laughs> you're the one in charge now. Well, um. Again, I'm Leo. I'm the operations manager. I basically, uh, uh, I'm just organizing things but uh caves the one in charge and uh, we all kind of follow his lead until <laughs> un- until now I guess uh, so um uh, caves inside just go go talk to him
2: awesome thank you so much for your help
1: uh-huh good luck so this this little building this little foreman's office thing <clears throat> um when Linda walks in Cave, what, what what, would she see here?
4: So I imagine that Cave's office is <clears throat> kind of perpetually buried in paperwork. Not that he doesn't do the paperwork or he doesn't intend to do the paperwork, but just that every time he sits down to finally get to the paperwork, something happens and he has to get up. So it just kind of keeps on piling up. So I imagine just one of those offices where um, it would be nice if you could find anything. You know, right? The, the 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 shutters are drawn most of the time. He's always looking for something. You know, he's probably actively looking for something when she walks in.
1: Who would? Uh, so would Linda introduce herself, or would Cave even notice that she walks in? Like, who would speak first? Basically,
2: I th- I think if if Cave is busy like scrounging around looking for something, I mean, Linda would just would walk in and and introduce herself so she would say hi are you cave i'm linda wright new kind of owner of this place i'm really excited to be here it's so nice to meet you i heard you've been running things so far
4: (laughs) so as soon as she uh, introduced herself he'd kind of jump a little bit and then um as she I assume she continues into the room as she's talking and he, he like shuffles away whatever it was that he was looking for the whole stack of paper and tries to clear a spot of his desk. He was like, Oh, uh, Hey, uh, Linda. Oh yeah. Today was that day. So, uh, he wipes his hand off. His, his hands aren't filthy like Leo's were, but he's got a habit of just wiping his hand off anyway. And then goes to shake her hand. He's like, I'm cave, uh, cave warring. Um, wow. Uh, you're already here. That's great
2: yeah so it was a long journey, but I'm finally here, and I'm so excited to get started,
4: yeah, so that's great um so did you uh you just got here did you talk to uh did you talk to leo?
2: yes, he's the one who who brought me here and told me to uh come see you
4: yeah, okay, cool so he didn't really he didn't really tell you what much about um what what's going on right
2: no, not really sadly.
4: Okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's probably for the best. Uh, yeah. So let me, um, and he's kind of like looking around, like patting his pockets, like, do I have what I need? And he's kind like thinking and patting his pockets. He's like, uh, what do you want to do? Like there's, there's lots of paperwork we've got to do first, but obviously we don't want to start with that because you just got off uh, the cart. Um, do you want to, do you want to walk around? Do you want to see the place? What do you want to do?
2: Sure, we can do that. I've been cooped up in that cart for a few days now. I'd love yeah. to stretch my legs a little bit.
4: Perfect. Yeah, so let's do this. Um if you have your bag, uh, I can show you to where you'll be staying and you know, we can drop that there and then um I'll show you around.
2: Okay, perfect. I'll uh go get them.
4: Them. Okay, yeah, I'll help. I'll help you out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so there when they uh go back out to get all of Linda's things uh uh, she... I, I, listen, I don't know how spells work, and now I don't know if I can do it. But we're gonna pretend... I don't know. Our, can we pretend that I know how to do it?
1: You do what? Cast a spell? Uh, I
2: spell? Wa- wa- yeah, I want to cast Unseen Servant.
1: <clears throat> oh, okay, yeah, hit me. What, d- would you let everybody know what Unseen Servant does?
2: I can! So, <laughs> this spell creates an invisible, mindless, shapeless force... That performs simple tasks at my command until the spell ends. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff about if it can fight. But, uh, it can perform simple tasks that a human servant can do. Such as fetching things, cleaning, mending, folding clothes, lighting fires, serving food, and pouring wine. Uh, the servant will perform the task to its best ability until it completes it. And then will wait for my next command. Um... And it can only be uh, up to 60 feet away from me.
1: So you have this pile of bags, probably a chest or two, that type of big heavy shit. So it's going to start to appear to float, like some of it, like in a clip, like here, there's a chest being picked up. There's a couple of bags, that type of thing. And <clears throat> if Cave shows you to where you are going to stay, it is a private bungalow. That is probably not what Linda is used to staying in. It has a number of features, and what we're going to do is roll for them.
2: <gasps>
1: Fun. <laughs>
2: I mean, Linda loves the sound of a bungalow.
1: Okay. Hold that thought, because... Let, let's see. On a scale of 1 to 10, let's see if we can describe the smell. Mm. Um. Could you give me a D ten, please? The higher the number, the better it's going to smell.
2: Ooh, okay. <gasps>
1: Nine. So maybe they maybe they stuff this place with like fresh flowers or something. It's like I don't know. What What, what do you think? What, what do you think she'd like? And just kind of fill this place with um, things that would distract from whatever the base smell might be. Like, oh, okay. Let's spruce the place up. Let's talk furnishings. Um, give me a flat D10, please. The higher, the better.
2: Okay. I just... Actually, I don't want to jinx it. I won't say what I'm thinking. <laughs> Uh-oh.
1: Nine!
2: <laughs> so,
1: I'm starting to get the sense that any money that these people had probably went to trying to impress Linda, I feel like. What do you think they would have purchased here? Because they would have had to ship it in from at least newbury so i feel like it's like there's there might be a new bed there might be um th- like maybe they you know nailed some pictures to the wall they got like they they spruce the place up pretty decently um the base building is a little older and it probably leaks a little but there's th- this is kind of nice like this is pretty It's still probably not as nice as a really good place in Winterhaven, but I think if you looked around this place, it's like, oh, no, what's my what's my room going to look like? And this is
2: pretty cool. This is incredible. So, like, it's it's really interesting because so this is part of sort of Linda's first introduction to everything. And her room is pretty good. So she's like, oh, okay, like. I'm gonna live good here like I have my very own desk and chair incredible a bed it doesn't squeak amazing
1: <laughs> um Leo will probably walk up after a little bit and um, <clears throat> speaking to cave but loud enough for Linda to be here uh you break the news yet boss
4: uh yeah, um that depends what are you talking about
2: yeah, what what, what what news are we talking about here? And she's just kind of going to butt into the conversation.
1: <laughs> uh, well, and he's going to hand off a stack of paperwork to Cave. Uh, here's the newest yeah. reports, if you want. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, oh, I, I I already wished her luck,
4: but uh, maybe, yeah. maybe she could
1: turn it around. I don't know.
4: Listen, all right. Thanks for the pep talk, Leo. Why don't you go... Um, Wash and then, <laughs> <laughs> he'll turn back to uh to, to be like, I'm sorry about him, he's uh, <clears throat> he's all right. So, this and he'll kind of like just tuck the papers under his arm. Um, you don't need to worry about this, we'll deal with this a little bit later. Like, you know, get yourself settled. Um, get your, you know, we'll get you something to eat. We'll have you meet everybody. And then we will, um, we'll address this. Don't, don't worry about this. This is, this is not, this is my job more than it's yours. And I don't want you to take that the wrong way. Uh, so anyway, and he, he has a, I didn't describe Cabe. So I'm going to do that real quick. Um, he's like six, three, he's kind of tall, thin. Um, he's got kind of long ish. Messy red hair and a beard, a big, um, red beard with his, um, kind of a upturned mustache. Um, his, his clothes look like they were nice at one point, but they've kind of, he just hasn't had the time to fix them or replace them. So they're kind of just like dirty in some spots, but they've like been washed, but they're stained, ripped in a lot of places, but stitched back up, um. And uh, he, he, most importantly for right now, he's got a flask at his hip that he's going to he's going to pull from real quick uh, as he kind of tucks the papers under his arm and uh, continues to watch. I guess I guess we're just standing there watching this servant go back and forth for a minute.
1: Yeah, it might bump into you as like you're standing in the doorway, like, but it, it'll just appear as like suitcases are bumping into you. It's like it'll take a second to go, oh, uh, there's a thing there like that. Yeah. It's, it's strange that it's invisible.
4: Yeah. So after a while, he'll kind of stand off to the side, and as they're standing there, he will be like, "So, um, obviously, uh, you can do that. That's great. By the way, that'll be really helpful. I'm sure. Um, <clears throat> some of the guys down in down below are a little superstitious, though. So just just be careful. You know, don't spook them. You know, because some of those guys get spooked. Is all I'm saying. It's fine. Though. I'm sure it'll be fine.
2: Oh, okay. Thank you for letting me know. I'll I'll make sure to keep that in mind.
4: Yeah, so, um, let's, uh, let's go, let's take a walk. Let's go look around.
2: Perfect. Sounds great. I'm so excited.
1: Can I get both of you to please do me a favor and give me a perception check, please? Absolutely. Holy shit. Val, you're on, you're on point today, uh, you know, so far. This is great.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Jameson, good game. Uh, I like your hustle. I'll see you guys in an hour. He walks <laughs> off a cliff. So Oh boy.
1: Uh Linda's going to hear a very loud noise. And what it sounds like is it 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 sounds like screaming and Leo is going to be heard kind of hollering. Cave is not going to hear this at all. Mm. Not with the three. So he's probably maybe, talking
4: about the cafeteria or something. For, <laughs>
1: honestly, it might be white noise at this point. That kind of, but it sounds urgent. <laughs> like this is um, uh, pain screaming.
2: Um, if if Cave was was talking, Linda's actually going to say, "Oh, I'm I'm so sorry to interrupt. Um, is something going on? I heard some screaming. I think. Um." Is that something I should be worried about?
4: He'll kind of stop <clears throat> and he'll listen. And can we say that if I just stop and listen for a minute, I'll probably. Absolutely. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'll pick up and listen. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that's probably something that I should address. Uh, listen, you don't, uh, you can tag along if you want based on that screaming though. I don't know how squeamish you are, but, um, anyway, I gotta go. You're welcome to uh, to to come along if you want, but he'll start like trotting off in that direction.
2: Um, she'll follow behind him and say, "Oh nope, that's totally okay. Uh, if if I'm gonna be helping run this place, I should I should know what's going on."
4: Yeah, so um, I'm starting to think <laughs> he'll he'll slow um, he'll kind of match pace with her and he'll be like, "I'm starting to think that we should have started with the paperwork." Um, but uh, hey, you know. Because we didn't now, we don't have to start over again and um, a flash of smile and uh, quickly drop it and and look worried and continue heading off in that whatever direction that came from,
1: so working your way through this little camp here? <clears throat> the entrance to the mines are quite large. Um, you're actually sort of on the side of this mountain, and there's a tree line that that runs along the side of it. and there's essentially this massive ridged hole uh, on the side of this mountain that has been uh, reinforced with wood and it is clearly the entrance to this mine. And the entrance to this mine, there is going to be smoke pouring out of it. And marching from the smoke is going to be this, uh, clearly a warforged. And I'm saying clearly because this does not look like one of the Overwatch Warforged, one of the sleeker um, designed-for-combat models. This looks to be... Let me put it in in real-world terms. You ever have a really old car that you're just kind of keeping... you just barely keeping it going with junkyard parts of other versions of that car? Uh, so, like, you, the, the, the the hood is blue when the rest of the car is red... And, you know, that type of thing. But picture that uh, in the form of a a person. And that's what this Warforge looks like. And it is going to be uh, cradling a a person, like a a man, a grown man. um, But the lower half of them is missing. And Leo is going to be running into the mine, kind of hollering... And then march back and flip over a sign. Uh, and the sign is essentially keeping track of how long since the last workplace accident. And it said, uh, <laughs> it has been eight hours since the last workplace accident. He's going to flip that back to zero.
4: Uh, so. As soon as we see um the, the the warforged and the half a person, Cave's gonna curse a lot under his breath and, and kinda speed up a little bit and he's gonna go, What happened, what happened, what happened? Who is that? Who well yeah, who is that?
1: Um, and Leo is going <laughs> Um <clears throat> Uh Leo's going to be marching along here with the Warforged at this point. Uh looks like Lenny. Um Lenny here was, uh, our previous demolitions expert. Um, and, uh, well, Floss here pulled him out. We're gonna need a new demolitions expert, by the way.
4: Yeah, he didn't even do his training. What? Who let him in there?
1: Uh, well, our... Leo? Uh, look, okay, I'm watching other things. I'm not just... Look, Lenny was fucking dumb, okay? That's not my fault.
4: All right, well, we got to find out who gave him the dynamite then, or what was he? All right, never mind. Anyway, Floss, can you uh, find a comfortable spot for Lenny and, and come on over here for a sec, will you?
0: Uh, yep, so Floss uh, is <laughs> hearing that he's going to simply take the half of the body and l- just look around a little bit until he finds the closest wall, and he's going to, to not very gently put it down there. Right. Not throw it by any means, but just and then just come right over. It's not going to phase him in any way. Uh, and uh, and he'll come back over to uh, to cave and Linda. Uh, oh, by the way, what time of day is this?
1: I'd say it's it's midday, probably. Okay.
0: Yeah, perfect. Perfect. So Floss is going to uh, to walk up and he's going to say completely as though none of this was happening, by the way. Right. Completely. The, the demeanor is just, oh, hello. Mr. Cave, good evening. It's a pleasure to see you. Are we
4: having our tea later? Yeah, we're, we might need to. Hey, Floss, listen, there's a lot going on right now. Um, I'm going to need you to do your best to, to try to recall what went down because I'm going to need to ask you what happened to Lenny. But right now. Not a
0: problem. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
4: he's going to put on the fake kind of smile again and be like, right now, uh, we have a very special guest. This is Linda. Linda is um, Larry Wright's uh, niece, I believe. But anyway, this is Floss. Uh, Floss is our most reliable uh, worker down in the mines, Uh, and um, and obviously also our our best rescue, as you know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I I, I may very well be. I am not. I am not actually sure about that. But Mister Cave has told me all about you, Miss Linda, and that he's going to look over at Cave for confirmation.
4: Uh, he'll do that. Like uh, I didn't really, but but not a little bit.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Well, then in that case, I'm I'm at, I cannot wait for Mister Cave to tell me all about you, Miss Linda. It's a pleasure. I'm Floss. Do you need anything bent, broken, thrown, or pulverized?
2: So, Linda, uh, she just kind of eternally has a smile on her face, um, but she's been staring at the person. Um, with like frightened, you know that frightened smile where you're smiling, but you're really scared. That's what she's doing. Um, so she's going to sort of through clenched teeth, uh, say, uh, still staring at the the body. Um, Hi, yes, um, I'm Linda. uh uh I I am. Great step uncle Larry, may he rest in peace. I'm his great step niece, um, uh, 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 and then she'll kind of look over to um, to Floss again uh, and say, I- "I'm I'm sorry. Who are you again?"
0: Uh, I'm sorry. <coughs> But I mean, uh, of course, uh, my name is Floss. Um, I am probably not meant to be in this body. Is this your body? And he's going to point at her.
2: She's going to look at him.
0: No, 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 no. I, what I mean is, is this the body you were born with? And he, he's, he's, he looks eager.
2: Well, um... Yes, although I think my body has changed a little bit since I I was first born, but
0: fascinating, fascinating, absolutely no reason to ask. Um Larry, he's going to look over at Cave again for confirmation.
4: Larry, yeah, remember um Larry, the guy who um gave you your job and he gave me my job and he owned this whole mine? <laughs> you...
0: Absolutely,
4: Mr. Larry,
0: of course. Mm. Absolutely.
4: How is he doing? Oh, he's dead, uh, and he'll kind of look apologetically, really quick at Linda, and be like, Ugh. "Yeah, he uh, a couple months ago. Now he uh, he died. Um, that's okay. We, uh, you know, Linda's here now, and we are uh, carrying on."
2: Yes, I, I am here to help out, uh, replace the place of my great step uncle Larry. May he rest in peace.
0: Well, I can't think of another person who's more suited to take care of this place he's going to sort of gesture around than you, Miss Linda.
2: Thank you so much. I I really look forward to working with you.
0: Fantastic.
4: What were we talking about? Oh, you know, we were just, um, what I need for you is, can you get, um, can you get Leo to give me a report on, um, and he'll point over at, um, Lenny's half body, be like, I just need to get, uh, an, couple words from leo about exactly what went down and he'll kind of point to the stack of papers under his arm and be like you know it's just uh a, hard, a, work, a day's work
0: is never done floss you know what i mean floss will it in all of that rambling he will have kind of lost the thread a little bit and then he will he will simply say absolutely mr leo and then he'll sort of wander off to try to find leo
1: actually as you're as you're wrapping up things, you're going to hear lots of like yelling back and forth. And, uh, I would say frantic communication is, is how I would, um, how I would classify all this. And Leo was going to come running up and you could tell he, he's going to, he's going to run up to hey, uh excuse me, big guy and, and kind of push floss aside. And he's going to kind of cozy up to cave and try to keep his voice low. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a quick update, uh, Chuck and Gwen uh, were also caught in that blast, but uh, it, it looks like they're only going to lose uh, a limb or two, but that means i got to take them to the dock. Would you rather me just dump them in the hole with this guy, or do you want the dock to take a shot at it?
4: Uh, I'm yeah, sorry, you...
2: what did you just say? Linda was listening to that conversation. <laughs> I, I,
1: I would imagine <laughs>
4: yeah cable will just immediately like pinch his the bridge of his nose and do that squint as if he's got an exponentially growing headache uh and he'll be like yeah, so um you know what we can turn this into into a positive um Linda why don't you wait here me and leo are gonna go get uh we've got a couple of survivors, so good news uh we're gonna go get them and we're gonna take them to go see um Oh, we're gonna go see the doctor. Um This is gonna be fun. Okay, so Leo, let's go. Uh Floss, if you don't mind chatting with Linda for a few minutes
0: while we uh go dig some people out of the rubble. Oh absolutely. I a, 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 and I found Mr. Leo for you, by the way, Mr. Cave. Oh thanks, Floss, and just go jogging off. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> um I, and I realized really quickly, I didn't actually describe Floss very well, and I know you gave a little bit of an intro to him. Is it okay if I give a little bit of a physicality to Please. this this thing?
1: Everyone do that.
0: So Floss is about seven feet tall. He's like two meters, over two meters. He's absolutely mixed match, kind of like you were describing this this old car in a way, but it's it's beyond that. It's like the door is from an Aston Martin the hood is from a jetta. Like it's completely <laughs> mixed match. It's like almost contradictory the way that this person is built incompatible. There's big arm on one side and like a smaller, thinner arm on the other. They all work together and it all sort of seamlessly organically moves together. Um, I guess that's the magic that holds the, you know, the Warforged type thing together, but um it, there's a there's a a, uh, a forearm and a uh, upper leg, like sort of not on the same side. That unlike everything else, which is metal, dark metal, and sometimes it's gleaming, sometimes it's super dark and black. You don't know if it's dirty or if it's just black metal. But there's these a couple of pieces of him sort of stand out because they're porcelain, um, or at least they look porcelain. And you know these these Chinese patterns that that are blue that are on porcelain vases or or on um uh like like uh, uh plates and bowls and that sort of thing very very um elegant that's the kind of pattern that's on on his porcelain bits and pieces on a couple of places he's got a huge barreled chest um which you know for his height it kind of makes some sense but everything else just seems like it's it just shouldn't be holding together um he also has a uh gems as eyes, as most Warforged probably do, but they're slightly different sizes. One is orange, one is purple, so it's all just this crazy mix-matched thing. And when he walks, it's... it, it, it the the earth will go... Boom, boom, right? He's like, he, he's got some hefts to him. And, and that's it. I'll, I'll leave it there.
1: Which is great in the mines, by the way. That's what you want, is uh, you want someone who makes the earth shake. With your... <laughs> right. right. <laughs>
2: A really nice echo.
1: Yeah. So, if Leo and Cave are Mm -hmm. fetching the dock, so I picture the dock having this large tent. What would the dock be doing when they get there?
3: Uh, I I picture the tent uh, is quite quite a ways, not a ways away, but at least like, not within the living quarters, just so, like, the noise wouldn't be a problem right. for the, the people sleeping. Um, on the, like, the flap of the tent would be a handwritten uh, sign in a very bad handwriting that would say consultation underway.
0: Um,
3: <laughs> and there's, a, there's like, a, a tiny bell that's attached to the, the fabric. And as soon as, I don't know if they would enter or call out call out to the
4: doctor probably call as we approach um i assume if we are going to the tent we probably have the survivors with us and in that case probably also linda and floss along so um Kay would probably start calling out as soon as he's within earshot be like hey doc um drop what you're doing got a couple of uh a couple of live ones for you
3: yeah barely so out the flap uh, comes a rather short uh, tiefling uh, and he looks very, very serious. And he, he uh, stares at cave, at cave and just goes, Kive, can't, can't you read a simple sign? It says consultation on the way. I'm with a bad case of barrel blight down there and I don't have blood root on, on hand. What is it?
4: And he'll he'll point to the person he's helping along who's um got his arm like mangled or something like that, and be like, "Well, Lenny set off a bomb in the cave, and uh well, here you go can 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 your whatever you said can that wait for a second, and can you help these two?
3: all right, give me a minute, and he turns back in, and you kind of hear him just like whisper a few simple instructions to whoever's in there like alright take some of this and if if you're still feeling the pine in a week well you'll have bigger problems then uh, and he comes back out and he's a really like unremarkable tiefling he's got this really like uh, picture these really old vintage uh, Victorian not vintage but like Victorian photos of like doctors with this like old vacant look and everyone being taken their photo of He's wearing this bowler hat with two unremarkable, like, horns poking out. He's got these wispy, like, mutton chops, gray mutton chops on the side and a very narrow uh, nose. He's got a very dark purple, almost, uh, skin. And he's wearing that, like, just like everyone else, this really stained white shirt with, uh, like, little... tie at the top of it but he's wearing a, a leather apron on top of it and this one's like all stained and blood he's like got all these surgical knives strapped to kind of like a utility belt almost and he just walks out brushing his hands on his uh, apron and goes like all right who are the patients this time
4: uh so this is um this is gwen and he'll kind of like help uh, her over in, I assume there's an open seat or something in within the tent. And then he'll look at the other person and say, and this is, uh, and he'll look at Leo for help. <laughs> Chuck. I don't remember. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. this is Chuck. How are you doing Chuck? And come on, take a seat. Uh, and this, and he'll point over, and this is Linda. Linda is, um, is Larry's great. Um, foster niece i think it yes, was great, anyway great
2: great step niece uh yes larry is my great step uncle larry may he rest in peace it's so nice to meet you uh do i just call you doc
3: no it's doctor to you uh, and he kind of like turns to the the two patients the uh, chuck and gwen and like like grabs their 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 mangled limbs as oh, he God. keeps ta- ca- talking to you Kind of like doing like a, does it hurt, does it hurt if I do this kind of thing? But he'll keep addressing Linda. Uh, so you, you'll be taking over.
2: Yes, yes, I w- I will be. Uh, I'll be in the place of my great step uncle Larry. May he rest in peace.
1: Yeah. As this conversation's going on, I just want to um, <clears throat> paint a picture uh, with words. There's lots of screaming and crying going on uh, and oh. blood because <laughs> they, I. Uh, Like, okay, Chuck is definitely, definitely going to lose this arm. It is hanging on by a thread. Um, And Gwen will be lucky if she regains the use of her foot. Uh, But since she's in the care of Dr. Chapman, probably will not.
3: We'll we'll have to find out, don't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. (laughs) Hmm. Well... the. The foot's a write-off, right? It, it, it'll probably get infected anyway, so it's probably better to just take it out. Yeah, all, like already. As for the arm, well, we'll see what we can do. But let me let me roll a medicine check. Okay.
1: Well, <clears throat> I I I'd say there's an eighty percent chance you might be able to save that arm. Actually,
3: all right that arm is lost we're going to have to amputate <laughs> <laughs> they're okay they're going to look devastated by the way like gwen specifically
1: because gwen like okay gwen would probably look at chuck and it's like oh shit that arm's probably fucked like you're de- but her injury looks substantially less drastic i guess so she would figure it's like yeah i'm going to be laid up for a while but the doc's going to take care of me and instantly just it's like nah we're just going to cut that off like that's that's not that's not salvageable at all like it yeah all
3: right uh, i got scraps of ash leaf in my tent i'll just i'll just go pick them up Kive, can you just put pressure on the wounds i'll be right back
4: oh um yeah. actually linda
3: if you can help
4: yeah linda you don't have to it's okay um unless you want to i don't know um this is I'll, i'm sure it's a lot right now so totally feel free to to not if you don't want to as he's going to like he's got a hand on on chuck's shoulder being like i'm sorry dude
2: <laughs> no i i'd like to help in any any way i can uh and if there's some uh maybe some just like rags sitting around she'll sort of pick those up delicately um and try and, you know, place them against the wound to try and stop the bleeding. But it, nothing's really happening.
3: So uh, Dr. Chapman comes back out with a handful of what seems to be a like, dried plant and a, sh- a big old bone saw. Uh, he looks at Floss and goes... Um... Uh, Hi, hey, old pal. Could you, um, could you hold, them, hold them for me? Just keep them uh, immobile? Absolutely, Mr. Chapman. And
0: good morning, by the way. It's a pleasure to see you. Are we having our tea later?
3: Cheers, of course.
0: And then he'll just grab Chuck.
3: I oh, love just... that accent. Love your accent, boss.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this is the least comforting thing in the world because you're approaching these poor people with a bone saw and then these giant mechanical hands are going to restrain them so that they can't move. And that I can't imagine the fear that is in the eyes of these two individuals, starting with Chuck.
0: It's as gentle as it can be. Like, I yes. I, I just want to be clear, you know, Floss is a huge hulk, hulking, like, shouldn't exist. But <laughs> it... Basically, Chuck would not be able to move, but it wouldn't hurt him. Like He's yeah, just yeah, holding yeah. him. No no no. Like, no, no, no. No, no, no. He won't move. Don't worry. It's more the bone
1: saw that I'm like, Oh, if, <laughs> if I were Chuck, I'd be a little more like, yeah, no, it's not. Okay. The reassuring touch of a warforged isn't exactly comforting, but the bone saw is the thing that, you know. Speak for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Leo is going to um, approach. Uh, hey, boss. Um, God, I... I don't want to keep piling on, but we got a couple more problems.
4: Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, can this wait four seconds, or is this something that needs to happen right now while we're literally sawing Chuck's arm off, Leo? Uh,
1: <laughs> you know what? You got your hands full. I can wait a few minutes. Uh, I'll put it in the report. How about that?
4: Okay. Is this going to be something I am I get mad that I didn't hear about right now, or is uh, is this report worthy?
1: Uh, it's well. It's definitely, definitely report worthy. But uh, I'm, I may actually have a silver lining to all this. Sorry, Chuck. That's not. It's
4: it, it, as you were. Cave uh, is offering his flask to Chuck as he's
0: talking to Leo. <laughs> <laughs> Flosswell, Floss, Mister Cave, I've got Chuck. Absolutely no problem. If you'd like to take care of this, ah, uh, you know what? That's.
4: You do have it. Thank you. And he, he will, before Chuck gets a sip, he will take his flask back and go follow Leo.
3: <laughs> Kive, hold on. What? What? Were there any other casualties? Uh, yeah. Um,
4: yeah, we're okay. probably going to need help finding the rest of Lenny. Lenny um, is out by the entrance of the mines, or at least half of him. And the other half, I assume somebody's digging up and he'll glance at Leo, but not wait for an answer
3: chime well can you be a deer and fetch me what you can i'll be needing it
4: oh god yeah um yeah i'll have somebody bring, bring drag him over yeah yes. <laughs> just like shudder and walk away <laughs> <laughs> all right <Very> chuck
3: how's <laughs> the scene ends all right chuck let's go
0: very quickly before as as uh as uh chapman is asking about the other casualties. Uh, Floss is going to be going back and forth, looking back and forth as all all of the conversations happening, and then he's going to try to catch Chapman's uh, attention, and he's going to say, "Mr. Chapman, sad news that Mr. Larry has passed away as well."
3: He kind of does a, a double take as he's starting to like slowly saw and stops while like the, <laughs> the saw is in the arm, and goes like, "Right, right. Thanks for telling me, old Perhaps. pal."
0: absolutely yeah such a shame heard all about it
3: for context this the... was months ago like <laughs> this was
4: this was a yeah, month not ago. for floss not for
0: floss <laughs> <laughs> i
3: hope i hope the new is more open to my medical uh expand requests
0: uh who wouldn't be and he's going to sort of uh, just slightly squeeze chuck to hold him a little bit tighter
3: to make sure that the bone saw Situation will go well. Yeah, she's got broad shoulders, though might be able to help with the mine. That's good.
1: <laughs> I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the shoulder pads are like pauldrons underneath of a fucking. Like, I'm just wondering. It's like, are they just it's sort of the actual like, armor? Yeah. Yeah. Is this actual? Like that'd be neat. If okay, so if Linda Cave and Leo are heading back to the office. <clears throat> Um, Leo would start to give a full report of everything that happened. Okay. Okay. um, uh, uh, Miss Wright, you're probably going to want to hear this too, but uh, good news, bad news situation here. Uh, Good news is we definitely lost Lenny, obviously. Uh, We got a new demolitions uh, volunteer. Uh, I'll tell you all about Cobb in a second, but... Um, we may have found something in the mine, thanks to that, um, (coughs) uh, accidental, uh, look, we may have just found a whole new wing, and I think we just found ore, which is the first time we've done that in months. And then he's gonna look at Linda. Ah, I mean, um, new ore. We've we've had ore, of course, uh, plenty of ore, but uh, this is um, new.
2: <laughs> yes, of course, of course. That sounds so exciting, though. Uh, wh- when do you guys start? You know, getting in there. And she's kind of like gesturing <laughs> with her hands. <laughs> uh. You know, doing the whole mining thing. When 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 can you guys start on that?
4: <laughs> we'll just take takeaway is that nobody's mining yet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: well um that's more the bad news. Uh, uh Early reports are that there are some things in the new wing. Uh it's gotta be it's gotta be cleared out, and obviously we gotta we gotta launch an expedition in there before we know exactly what we got. But um, we may have some gold. I, I mean, that's that's pretty good news, boss. Because uh, did you tell her? Did you did you show her the report about um, how much we have?
4: No, uh, hey, Leo. It's wouldn't you know it? It's been kind of busy since you got here. Um, we haven't had a chance to really go- comb through. All of this paperwork yet, but we'll get there I promise I will show her the reports leo okay
1: okay okay, okay. Yeah. uh one more thing Cobb uh Cobb did a six year stint in emberhole prison uh for arson, but has experience with demolitions so good news huh uh really wants to take over like volunteered. Like, we're still scooping Lenny out of the mine, but, uh, he's raring to go, boss.
4: Yeah, so, Cobb, remind me, have I met Cobb? Is he...
1: Uh, yeah, uh, tiefling guy. Uh, shortest... Oh. Short, uh, scruffy. Um... Oh, uh, loves to start campfires at night.
4: Even when it's warm. Okay, good. Yeah, that's not terrifying. So, tell you what, um... Tell Cobb not to touch anything Uh until we've talked with Cobb, okay? You and me and he and Linda, if Linda would like to join, are going to talk with Cobb about some new safety regulations we're putting in place.
1: Okay. Uh, Cobb did say, uh, and he told me to repeat this exactly, hold on, and he's going to take out a handwritten note. Uh, I can save you money because I've been building my own stuff. He said you'd know what that means.
4: Yeah, I know exactly what that means. Uh would you guys excuse me for a second? And he is gonna take off running <laughs> 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 wherever he thinks Cobb is. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what would Linda be thinking at this point?
2: Um, it's it's a lot to take in. She's already seen a dead body, and she just got here. So...
1: It's honestly probably good you get that out on your first day.
2: mm, True, true. Uh, She... I think at this point uh, she's gonna look at Leo and say, well, this has been a very interesting day. First day here. Um.
1: It, it, it's been 20 minutes, but okay.
2: <laughs> that, that's true. <laughs> How about you and I get started on some paperwork? It sounded like there was a lot to be done and I'd love to get a head start.
1: He's gonna eyeball the door because it's like, oh shit, ah. Uh. I was really hoping Cave would go over this, but okay. <clears throat> uh, yeah, no, uh, okay, well, uh, as you probably already know, uh, there's lots of mines in the area, and uh, there are regulations that we all have to follow, we're all raided, uh, there's a governing body that uh, comes through and uh, keeps an eye on things, <clears throat> From from uh, Newberry, <laughs> And we're rated on a scale of one to a hundred, uh, on all this stuff, so, um...
2: That's incredible. That's, that's a very large scale. So, what are we at right now?
1: W- uh, right now? Well, okay, uh, let's start with safety. The safety... We had a run of bad luck, to be honest. Uh, uh, weather plays a part, obviously, And, uh,
2: inside of mine? Uh,
1: uh, more than you would think. Uh, negative 43. That, that's really, uh, it, it's, it's circumstance, to be honest. Um, moving on. Uh, workers, uh, we, we scored a 15, uh, this month, uh, out of a, well,
2: that's, that's not negative.
1: No, it is not. That is, Exactly the type of attitude that uh, I would appreciate you carrying into the rest of this report, please. Um, we've had a lot of turnover recently. We've had uh, uh, some hits to morale. We've had some people leave. We've had some people carried out. Uh, 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 overall, profit is at a 10 uh, and dropping quickly and o- overall reputation is uh, a 13.
2: Okay. Well, what I'm hearing is that there is lots of room for improvement. Now, uh, you mentioned, like like you said earlier, that you we may have possibly just found gold. Very yes. exciting.
1: Very, very exciting, which is good. Ah, uh, did Cave tell you about the bank account, of uh, what uh, remains of our funds?
2: No, uh, unfortunately we never got to that conversation just yet.
1: Okay, uh, uh I don't want to step on Cave's toes, but I'm told you may come from money. Uh, not to put it crudely. Uh, did you e- bring yes, money? Yes,
2: I've, I've, uh, I've been very fortunate in, in my life so far.
1: That's good. That's good. Did you bring any money?
2: Not particularly.
1: Okay, so uh, probably something we're going to want to work on. Uh, we have 1300 gold. As a um, us, as an entity, we have 1300 gold and that is probably maybe going to keep us afloat for another month, maybe. Ah, three weeks. Let's say three weeks. Yeah.
2: Okay. And what are our current profits? Profits? Yes.
1: As in money coming in? Yes. Ah. Um. Well, we had an insurance policy on Lenny, actually. So that'll be good. Um. Lenny had... Family, so they're probably gonna scoop a lot of that up, but uh we've probably got like two hundred gold coming in, so uh that's something, and uh Vicky cooks uh so sometimes we got uh hunters that buy from Vicky, so that's like uh, I don't know ten gold a week somewhere in there, but if you're asking about profits specifically from the mine. Uh yes. not not none none as of currently
2: none Well uh what what kind of things have you guys been mining like what what what's been the most common you know types of ores that have, have been coming out of this mine recently
1: Well jeez uh <laughs> years ago uh we had it all uh we Man, Uh, we actually were selling the dwarves up north, and uh, they were buying (laughs) tons of iron, and uh, we had a pretty steady stream until (coughs) uh, some misfortune, and then, you know, it kind of spirals, you know? Uh, You lose some of your best miners, and geologists, and... uh, uh, customers and then people start dying, and you just start carting in um, refugees uh, who like to dig, and then um, uh, that brings you up to the speed. That is today.
2: Okay, so what in in your? Opinion, because you've obviously been here longer than I have. What do you think is the first thing that we should work on?
1: <sighs> ah, look, Linda. Uh, can I call you Linda?
2: Yes, of course.
1: Okay. <clears throat> we got a bit of a problem. Uh, because uh, no one wants to go into the mines when the mines keep collapsing on them. So we got to work on safety. But the problem is... Um, the safer we are, the slower we go. The slower we go, the less we pull out of the mines. The less we pull out of the mines, the less we sell. So, uh, it's kind of a vicious cycle. Uh, if this new wing, uh, pulls, pulls through and actually has something worth selling, maybe we could establish a customer base and actually start, uh, (laughs) making a profit again. That would be, that'd be just the bee's knees, honestly.
2: I mean, that sounds like a plan to me. And, counterpoint to yours, the slower we go, the safer we are, the less people die, the more people we have to keep working.
1: Okay, so you're saying you want to focus on quality more than quantity.
2: Well... It sounds like, as of right now, there's not much quality to begin with. So I think the only way to go is up.
1: Uh, If that is what you are pulling from this meeting, then uh, yes, that is exactly what I was thinking as well. I I could send word north to try and get some new people here, but uh, we're going to have to offer, you know, uh, a salary so it it you let me know what you want to do i'm i'm here to serve boss so uh yeah i ha, how about i go get to work and uh get people back uh <laughs> checking out this new win give you a full report how's that sound
2: that sounds incredible thank you so much uh,
1: of course uh, uh bye We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. Please don't go anywhere. As promised, here is ten minutes of our first episode of Curse of Strahd Reincarnated. It's a show where we are going through the entire Curse of Strahd campaign with completely random characters. When a character dies, another member of the cast gets tagged in... But the trick is, they're not allowed to listen to the show up until then. So the exiting cast member has to fill in the blanks for just a minute and let them know snippets of their previous life. If you enjoy this little snippet and you want to help the show grow, please go to patreon.com d-a-n-d-r and help support the show. Thank you so much. We really hope you enjoy. Talk about what we're going to be doing. So, obviously anybody listening to this knows that this is not our first crack at this whole Curse of Strahd thing. Um, But there were some fatal flaws in our first run. Uh, One, people got attached to characters. That's flaw number one. Never fall in love. Don't do it. (laughs) Because you will lose that character. And then, uh, the sad thing is we had kind of a TPK. Mm. The good news is, that is not going to save us this time. Because here are the rules for Curse of Strahd Reincarnated. Uh, tonight, we are starting with Lisa, Kelsey, Mandy, and Ashley. Uh, thank you guys for, for being the guinea pigs for this thing and jumping in. Now, <clears throat> we may check in six months from now, and you guys are still at it. Still hacking away at Barovia, still still working your way toward, toward Strahd. Um we may check in in the next episode and have a completely new cast. I don't know. But, here are the rules. <clears throat> no other members of the cast of DNR are allowed to listen to this. At all. No other members. So, just you four and myself, uh, you know, Bree's not allowed to listen. None of that. So, when someone dies, and they will eventually, you're going to tag someone else from the cast in. And you are going to vaguely relate your character's backstory and experiences in Barovia to them. And they will carry that information like a game of Telephone and reincarnate and roll a completely random new character.
0: Ooh. Uh,
1: And they're going to try and remember that. And then when they die, they tag in another cast member and relate your backstory and theirs and continue the game of Telephone all the way down. Because that information is going to come in handy one day. I can't tell you how, why, or when but it is a character survival may actually depend on them, knowing something that happened to a player that wasn't them. So I take notes and I would try to, you're only going to get a certain amount of time when this happens too. And you're going to have to like stream of consciousness. Let's go. You're not going to be able to cheat the system. And what we're doing today to kind of fix that, um, don't fall in love thing, or we're going to roll completely random characters, top to bottom totally random we're gonna do some things you may not like that's how random it's gonna be but um I think it's going to I think it's gonna help a little bit so to start I've created uh, blank characters with everyone's names on them so if you want to play that you know if you just want to be Kelsey or Mandy or whatever you totally can if you want to give them a name totally up to you but I think I think we should start with Ashley I think. Ashley should be the first one. We're gonna roll characters straight out of the book, our book, not Wizards. Um, And there's a couple of things we're gonna start with. We're gonna start with stats, but this is how we're gonna do it. We're gonna roll right down the line. We're gonna, you know, strength, you know, uh, dex, con, all that. But whatever you roll for that stat is assigned to that stat then. You don't get to pick. It's completely random. And I can see I'm losing Mandy. So Okay. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's the thing Mandy's not gonna like, but we're gonna we're gonna work with
0: it. So that's why I have I, nothing in mind I, for anything I'm, just, I'm doing. I'm just <laughs> crying yeah. inside,
1: don't worry. No, no, it's gonna be okay. I know I know you like to what's well, a dirty word, min-max here, but I know you like <sighs> to next, next. i admit it I be Bendy, awesome. i'm the
2: same way i am with you yeah. we're in this together <laughs> <sighs> do we do not oh. suffer alone
1: <laughs> we we could have used you at the book meeting last night well Ooh. i'm sure you're gonna i gotta post that oh i the worst so I, can I gotta yell post at it guys. no it was good. it was productive rob filled in your place don't worry
2: Oh, okay, yeah. We hate Rob
1: and you. Mandy on like every call. <laughs> like, oh guys, no. Mm-mm, just keep not do that. Uh, track. <clears I> don't <throat> like it. It was nice. It was nice. <laughs> All right. Ashley, are you ready?
3: Sure. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen to that enthusiasm, guys. That's what okay. So I need you to roll four d6s. We're gonna drop the lowest, and this is for your strength stat. So let's do it. Okay.
2: Uh, wow. <laughs> I just, I don't know math. I don't, I don't know anything.
1: Okay. okay. Oh, no.
2: Okay. Well, okay.
1: That's a 10. 10 for strength. That's, it looked worse than what it was. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now yeah. let's roll for decks.
2: Oh, no. It didn't oh, no. do the thing. Oh no! Excuse you, sir.
1: <laughs> oh no! There. there we. Oh damn. Okay. So that's a sixteen. That's a sixteen for your decks. I hope you get a dexterous class. I. I. That would be nice. Yes. That would be great. Uh, let's do con. Oh, okay. Well, oh no, we
4: got an amped.
1: Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> we got an eight in con. Oh, amazing. So I'm seeing it's low, high, low, and now you're due for a high one. Or, uh, that's a nine. That's a nine for int. So I'm seeing a rogue in your future. Hopefully, like we're whittling down. Oh. Like we're. <laughs> This is okay. just karma Maybe for arranged. killing off NPCs. Ar- that might... rogue
2: probably.
1: <laughs> okay, let's see. Alright, let's see. Wisdom.
2: Hello? Wait, why is it trying to roll five? I don't know. I'm sorry.
1: You're fine. Holy <laughs> shit, Ashley. Well, that's a seven. Uh <laughs> <laughs> the, so it,
0: the opposite
4: of the firebrand rolls
1: <laughs> so okay let's hope you're really charismatic let's do it okay <laughs> okay 14 so okay. your final scores for now are okay. strength 10 deck 16 con 8 int 9 with 7 charisma 14
3: <laughs> amazing
1: oh boy so okay here's what we need oh god i'm scared uh so what we're gonna do is we're gonna get ready and have you roll up a random character so give me a d12 and that'll that'll decide your class oh we're not it's random
2: oh i thought it was just the stats
1: no everything's random
2: everything's random i do I don't like this. Anymore.
1: Yeah, you and I are going to I really don't like this anymore. I know. It's, look, it's, it's, uh, I, I, you're, I told you, you're not going to like some like, just, of it. Just it's just
2: the stats I can work
1: with. <laughs> <laughs> this is to flex muscles that you didn't even know you had. Uh, I,
4: uh, I'm... Did the bidet stuff get in this recording? It would be weird <laughs> to make a joke. <laughs> I mean it's
1: in the it's in the old recording. Okay, make okay. a joke. Uh <laughs> Tushy would be happy. Um, <laughs> Ashley You're gonna be a sorcerer.
0: Amazing. Okay, your charisma's not bad. We can, you can you can do that. <laughs> right. It'd be worse. A, a dexterous sorcerer, okay. Just dodge. Dodge oh, just, dodge. Just, Get the spell sniper thing and stay away
2: from yeah. <laughs> Be outside get your shield. Night. Get.
1: <clears throat> oh, Man, spell. that's going to be rough. Uh, can I get you to roll for race, please? Give me a d20. D20. A 12. Oh, that didn't oh, I don't show see up. It. Oh. You're having all kinds of problems with this. Yeah. Uh,. It's okay. A two! Amazing. You're going to be a minotaur sorcerer. (laughs) That maybe has an iron deficiency? Why? you kind of...
2: It might work out.
1: It might, I think... Hold on. Let me see here. Uh, Race! I think you get a boost to strength. Oh, man. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, you get a boost to strength and one to con. Okay. You're still in a negative one though, so you uh, need to yeah, oof. But that's okay. It's going to be okay. We're going to work with it. That's the fun. Oh, you can, it's, gonna, it's, it's the fun. It's is. the fun. Uh, so we're going to start out at level two. Ooh! It's nice. not level one. I'm trying to make this more survivable.
4: Yes, um, thank you.
1: Trying worked out so great is...
4: for fire yeah Whoa. oh, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> we're gonna work be... on it
2: yeah there, there's uh, maybe some stuff <clears throat> uh,
1: give me two things you want to be good at Ashley arcana deception insight intimidation persuasion and religion
2: uh, arcana okay since I'm a sorcerer I should probably be good at that uh, and we'll go with Persuasion. Why not? Persuasion. Why not? Okay. Oh. Roll backgrounds, too? Uh,
1: we're going to roll for those.
2: Okay. Can we we're do gonna... this before? I have or to particular... go, hold on. I have to go get my book real quick. I'll be right back. Can we
0: do okay. the theory ones? Oh, <laughs> I like those. I... Can we do backgrounds before we choose other skill things?
3: <laughs> Sure.
0: Oh, yeah. There's no redundancy. Sure.
2: sure. I think. Yeah. Okay, I am back and I have my book. It was a little. Something. I, like when we did Iris, I think you stole one of my things because my background. I know it's just I've always
1: stole. stole. Yes, stole. Maybe.
4: Madam.
3: Madam. <laughs> Ever since then, I was like, oh, it's
1: messy. Do you know I'm what watching. the best. The know the, the the best part of working on this book with everybody is, man, it really brings out the 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 OCD uh, numbers people. Like, it really brings all that to the surface. And there's going to be a civil war at one point with like there's going to be like me and Susan and maybe Bree on one. What? Well, no, Bree's going to be one of your clan definitely. Yeah, but, no, never like, going to be on
0: the same side of you when it comes to that. No, no. <laughs> like we know this. Uh,
1: but there's going to be like random table people and hardcore and stats and numbers people, and yeah. like it's. I'm glad that the team's kind of balanced out that way.
4: Me and uh, uh, Rob are already
2: like, oh, we're opposites. <clears throat> I mean, other Rob, Discord um, Rob,
0: just like, oh, yeah. oh, I say, I Sam, I'm, I'm eyeing you, sir. <laughs> also, also, we discarded this last night. You can raise your hand in Skype now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's so helpful in the meetings. It was very helpful.
3: Hmm. Oh uh, what's this hmm?
1: uh, Ashley, what kind of sorcerer do you want to be? Or do you want to oh. roll for it? Let's roll for it. Uh gimme you know what? <laughs> wow. Jesus, I guess. Give me a T ten. Let
2: me see. Give me a D ten. Wow. <laughs> Jason really wasn't expecting that.
1: I... Yeah, no, I wasn't. I'm pleasantly surprised, though. I'm going to give you inspiration.
2: Oh, yay! An eight.
1: Huh. You're going to be a divine soul sorcerer. Cool.
3: That'll be handy.
1: <laughs> you get to do radiant damage, I think. Yeah. Shit, that's that's pretty cool. Um... Okay, let's get your, let's get your age. Uh, can I get a D6, please? Yeah. That's just about all from us this week. We will see you with a brand new episode next week on DNR. It's a brand new group with new characters, and I can't wait to share their stories with you. Have a great week, everyone, and take care of yourselves.